Thank you for listening to The Distinct Podcast. Recorded live from Fresno, California, this is The Distinct Podcast. And now, a mom and dad who have mastered the many languages of their children, including babbling, grunts, screams, whines, even the incoherent and belligerent, here are your patient hosts, Nick and Andrea Johnson. So, welcome guys. Thank you for listening. Hello. Uh, We appreciate you guys really taking the time to listen to our podcast. Uh, We know that there's a community out there that we get to speak to and we just really appreciate that time. And we want to say thank you, big thank you, for donating Mm -hmm. to our podcast. And that's really going to help us fund the podcast. That's really where it's Mm -hmm. all going is allowing us to keep our lights on, you know, hosting. There there are quite a bit of expenses that come with it. But uh, your donations not only help us do that, they help us fund date nights uh, for couples, which is something uh, that we're getting ready to roll out. Working on the progress. Or we are <clears throat> working on that. Right. So uh, being able we, to find um, volunteers mm-hmm. to be able to watch the kids for the short amount of time for a date day and couples like you that are listening that need time alone, just shoot us an email. It's that simple. And when we have a list of people, and so we we did have one couple that actually reached out, and they clearly needed some time alone. Babysitting was it's not something so that, important to have yep. that time alone. And they they could not get that because they could not afford a babysitter. Um, but that's our mission. Our mission is to strengthen marriages. And so if we can, you know, given donations, <laughs> we can fund a babysitter or we can find a volunteer as a babysitter. Even if that means that we have to watch them too. Yeah, we, we will <laughs> we would, be more than happy to past. do that. <laughs> yes, our... Our mission is to strengthen marriages. And so date nights being a very specific way that we can do that, we're more than happy to pay a sitter, get a volunteer or babysit ourselves, whatever it takes, uh, just to help you guys out. So that's where uh, the donations part of it, that's where they're going. And again, we just want to say thank you. You can donate if you'd like to donate. Our website, distinctministries.org. Sign on there, boom, right away, top right corner, there's a donate button, and uh, and that's where your your funds, your money will be going, is to supporting the podcast and uh, helping people just get out and spend some time together with their spouse. Another big thank you that we want to say is to our anonymous, I don't know what you call them. <laughs> I don't know. Care package person. Uh, pretty much what happened is we had our... AC go out on our car. You want to tell them? Um, our AC went out, and I guess they had said to take our car to a specific place, mm-hmm. and that I guess it's covered. Yeah, someone which is random did that. Crazy. And we don't <laughs> it's know. Never. I try to find this before. person. Never happened. I try to find the person. No luck. Yeah, really they've cool. done a very good job in staying anonymous. But if you don't want to stay anonymous and you are listening. Give us a call because we pretty much <laughs> just want to give you a big hug and say thank you. That really mm-hmm. struck us in a soft spot, and we just appreciate it. So thank you to whoever you are. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So I guess that's kind of the update. Baby. Oh, one, oh, yeah. oh okay. I was going to say, uh, you're forgetting one. Yeah. She's here <laughs> with us, which is baby Mercy Lynn Johnson. Mama popped her out Tuesday. Number four. Yep. 
Tuesday the 13th, 13th. 12.25 a.m. Needless to say, we're exhausted. Dre is exhausted. She may not sound exhausted, but she has black eyes, (laughs) uh, bags under her eyes. (laughs) We're all exhausted. Um, Her most of all because she's been up. I've been trying to help. (laughs) Kat's been very helpful She's actually been staying with us Yeah, an in-house sitter for the past week pretty much And uh, once again, she's totally saving us So, yeah Yeah. Mama's been doing a really good job She popped her out, smooth, mechanical It's like nothing (laughs) (laughs) We'll put pictures up of that But Mercy is joining us You might hear her grunting a little bit Yeah (laughs) Well, so anyway, so that's what's going on in our lives. I kind of wanted to jump back into a conversation that I felt was interesting that we had two or three days ago. There is no smooth segue to this, so (laughs) I'm just going to jump in. So we were talking about our affairs, which is shocking. And uh, (laughs) more more specifically, I guess the real topic was what... uh, what do other people find attractive? So what do males find attractive and females find attractive? And in that, we had stumbled across submission. And what I was mentioning was how, um, from a guy's perspective, guys want to feel submitted to, and they enjoy somebody who will submit to them. And uh, specifically in, in the event of an affair, there is this person, the female, who is willing to submit to the male and that is found attractive in doing that. So for me, mm. the um, aspect that the the male, he was of a leadership, leadership position, a teacher and encourager, because I mean, as a teacher, you encourage your students, mm-hmm. right? So that's what he was to me and I think I fell for that, or I did fall for that leadership. Mm-hmm. I think that that dynamic pretty much would always exist where, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but females in general, there are exceptions, but females are looking for male leadership. And in that leadership, they're going to look for that person that's going to almost teach or instruct in some way, definitely give well, advice. Well, because I was willing, I was more willing to submit to that because I thought I'm like, oh, he's, he's teaching me this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen. And in that I am submitting to his coming under his leadership and his knowledge. And right. it's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And when I saw that I would submit or listen to what he's teaching me, then I would I would see that it like brought joy to him. Right. And so it's like, oh, I want to do this more. Listen to him more, submit to him more. Yeah. Thinking back in my affair, what it was was, hey, you get to train. And in that, it was the same thing. It was a teaching role that it, I didn't intentionally put myself in that position. It, well, okay, side note. I, um, I saw this on... I don't know where I saw this. I want to say I saw it on Instagram. But what do you think about this? Before an affair even starts, you're already putting yourself in that position already. Oh, yeah. Because in your mind, it's an option. Like, it's already that thought, Mm -hmm. I guess, is technically already there. Because, I mean, I didn't want to really work things out with you. Mm -hmm. 
And so already thinking like I have that mindset of like I'm I'm searching for something else. <laughs> when you do that, when you were there, so, that means you were already like five steps closer to doing it. It was not only an option, it was something that you were not that open I, to. Yeah, not that I was trying to be like, hey, I'm going to have an affair with this specific guy. Right. There were no boundaries. And so all yeah. it was, it was a matter of time. Uh, right, I've heard exactly. it said, you're an affair waiting to happen, is what they would call it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you were definitely an affair waiting to happen. I was an affair waiting to happen. It's like, after enough neglect, after enough hurt, over time, now you you get to a position where, yeah, you're an affair waiting to happen. And then all it takes is the perfect storm, this mixture of not, or it is wrong place, wrong time, right place, wrong, right time kind of situation where, God forbid, you're coming under somebody's leadership or you're spending time with somebody communicating mm -hmm. or worse, both. That's it. Mm -hmm. I've said it again, could be a goat or donkey, whatever I said. Doesn't matter who that person is. Not only are you not fighting against my desires, but you're seeking out my advice. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's Satan's twisted way to yeah. get us to get out of our marriage and <laughs> mm -hmm. go out of God's design. Well, you don't want to work through the hard stuff. You just find someone else that is willing to give you what you want, mm -hmm. you know, and you're willing to do those things. So that would be leadership, I guess, in that moment. But it's bad leadership. It's not godly leadership. Mm -hmm. It's just leadership in general. And it's confidence in whatever it is. For you, I guess it was a skill. For me, <laughs> I don't know how I had any confidence, but somehow, like you said, it was there. There was some kind of something that she saw, and that was it. Well, I feel like when Daddy knows, like even just my, a little, <laughs> my copier business. When I know my copiers, well, then it's oh, like it. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be even about. I mean, I, I call you Nickopedia because mm. you just know everything, and so once you know just a little bit of something yeah you really like oh. you just know it you're and, complimenting and, my ability to bs <laughs> okay i guess although there's plenty of times when you'll say some kind of fact and i go and google it and i'm like uh, oh th that's accurate. correct so how do we how do we encourage it? people with that i think that the encouragement which could bleed into our next topic would be number one be aware of that. And then I would encourage them to build boundaries mm -hmm. and be aware of it. Because if there's a female that comes into my life currently and she is exhibiting characteristics of submission to me, that can be an issue for me. And so I'd encourage people to uphold boundaries and be aware that, yeah, this is something that I may find attractive is a willingness to submit. Mm-hmm. And for women, I would I would encourage them to be aware of that, that um, men find that attractive and be aware of what you may find attractive too. that uh, you're looking for leadership. You're looking for an advisor or someone that can encourage you. I would say like to be careful because women, we like to talk to people and be nice even if that means like I am having a rough day or something and I just need someone to, to vent to because that's what he was too for me was like I, I'm having a stressful day and I'm venting to him. And this is at the time I obviously had no boundaries, but he was like my emotional support where I can just 
talk to him and he's a friend and he's listening to me. He was the good guy. He was the good guy. And my husband, he doesn't listen to me and he doesn't talk to me. And Mm -hmm. now I need to go and tell that to this guy. And, but Mm -hmm. to be aware, like we shouldn't be doing that anyways. And we, we women or even spouses shouldn't talk badly about our significant other to, to other people anyways, because it's yeah. not bringing them up. Yep. So another thing that we could talk about as far as boundaries go would be what are our boundaries? And we actually have, or I have a wall or a door and it's covered in post-it notes and it looks like a crazy person in my closet. And we uh, took hours. I would, I'll just go down the list. So the first one is right away, we've agreed now <laughs> to not have friends of the opposite sex which was initially uh, not a welcome thing. It was like, hey, I think mainly you were like, I can have guy friends and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And me not having the wisdom or the discernment or the way to articulate why it was important to not have that, I just maybe felt that in my gut. I couldn't really argue that. And so it was just a big question mark for us versus now we can with clarity say no, if you're going to have a friend of the opposite sex as you're uh, being married, you will run the risk of something bad happening. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that if you have a friend of the opposite sex and you're married, you're going to have an affair with them. It's not what that means. It definitely does mean, though, that you, you're not preventing it upstream. Instead, you're, you're running the risk of allowing it to go somewhere that it's not supposed to go. Um, and if we do have friends of the opposite sex, they're our spouse's friends. So Chris and Shannon Beery are probably our best example that we have. Like for me and Shannon, we're friends, I think, <laughs> which is good. I like it right where it is right there. It's like, uh, yeah, we're friends, but mainly she's Drea's friend. And uh, Chris is mainly my friend, but we could all four say that we're definitely friends, but I think we have healthy boundaries in that way. So something interesting that happened that we weren't planning for was someone reached out to us and they asked us a question which again we haven't prepped for um but it happened right before we started recording so we'll we'll read it and then we'll see if we can answer it so harley preacher on instagram reached out to us and um shout out to him go check out his instagram at harley preacher he said how do you keep communication strong in an age when we are so void of communicating in person we rely too heavily on phones. And I thought that was a very interesting topic that we could at least talk Wait, about. Can I see it? Yeah. So how do we keep our communication strong, specifically in a marriage context, in a day and age when we rely too heavily on phones? I, I, I think it's ironic because we just had Alex over, <laughs> who is very... Uh, He's a heavy Instagram user, heavy social media, and not just him, but everybody in general. He's where the culture is at right now. Right. It's it's on the electronics. I mean, it raises like a very interesting point is how do we keep our, I would take it a step further, not only our communication strong, but how do we keep real fellowship uh, when in a day and age Person. when, yeah, when when we rely so heavily on phones, technology, internet, social media, I would say right away that 
since we started this podcast, we have been forced to get onto social media and that presence, if this is going to grow, that social media presence has to grow as well. And so how do you and I keep our communication strong, our relationship real and strong in the midst of all that? We have to be intentional. I was just going to say that there's <laughs> only, yeah, the one word that I want to answer is you have to intentionally uh, do that. And I think Alex did, Alex and Lokalani did touch on it, mm-hmm. but they're very intentional to delete the app and to just spend mm-hmm. time with each other. And I think you and I are intentional. I think we can always improve, but taking our time to just be with each other mm-hmm. and to talk. I mean, because I definitely see that as a struggle, though. I mean, we're we're right there with the culture because, I mean, we are on our phones a lot, mm-hmm. um, especially now getting this podcast started. It's, you know, trying to put things on Instagram and trying to communicate with others and um, um, communicating with other couples. But as, you know, when we get together... I feel like to be intentional, we do have to have a rule. We have to have mm. something like, hey, here's a basket, and this is where the electronics go at this time. I mean, I think we've um, we've talked about this before, mm. and it was like, okay, when daddy gets home at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, all the phones electronics are going to be put away into a basket, and we're more off of it and this is now our um time without phones for us just to communicate and talk to each other in person yep you could read a book together (laughs) love languages or i am not a huge fan of the love languages or you can find the oil and massage your wife's feet yep so i'm just thinking about Second Corinthians 12, 9 to 10. It says, well, just a little bit about it. It says, in our weakness, the strength of God can be magnified. For me, who had gone through an affair that I feel terrible for, and I felt really bad for myself. Being hard on yourself. Yeah, I was being hard on myself, and I just was unworthy is how I felt. What's the verse say? In our weakness, the strength Mm-mm. of God can be magnified. Yeah. And so in order for us to actually accept that we are weak, we have to bring ourselves down and literally go to God and say, like, I am weak and I can't do this without you. And I feel like when you can't admit, when you are going to say, oh, I'm weak, but you're not going to put your trust in God, you are saying like, I'm weak, but I'm strong enough to get through this on my own. Mm -hmm. And there's just no way you can do that on your own. And you do need God to get through it. And that's really the time that you can actually say that you've now admitted that you are weak because you've come before God and said that I, I can't do this and I need you. And in that weakness, you are given the strength to keep 
pursuing in your marriage and to now give God that glory of, hey, you know what, you're much stronger than I am and I should be glorifying you and knowing that I'm saved and allowing him to judge you rather than yourself saying, I'm just a horrible person, I'm bad and (laughs) making that decisions myself to say like, I'm the judge. God is not the judge, or at least I'm a better judge than he is. We just need to look to God in our weakness. It's just crazy. I mean, I think even, you know, when that, when we had that little, the earthquake mm-hmm. and like to be able mm-hmm. to see like the, the pool was moving and the shades, the lights were moving mm-hmm. and it just made me feel so tiny like Mm -hmm. wow and that was just like california right and it's just like how tiny am i and how big he is really and that he didn't just create the world that was just like like an actual physical like with i could see with my eyes Mm -hmm. like how big he really is but not really understanding it you know when we read the Bible when we read scripture, sometimes it is difficult to understand how big he really is. And then like those things happen and it's like, Oh my gosh. And of course hearing crazy stories and you know, you can see how God, how big God really is too. Yeah. Through all that. But it's just, it's fun to, it's, it's not fun. I shouldn't say it's fun. It's scary, uh, to go through trials and, uh, you doubt God. Everyone doubts him. I doubt still. Mm-hmm. He's brought the dead to life. Yeah. Wait, does that yes. make sense? The yes. dead to life? The dead <laughs> the to life. Dead to life. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and and just oh, to watch him do, come through and, and deliver, you know, it's just funny. You never have a, what is, is God going to bring a Tahoe to the door? <laughs> yes. <True> story. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Oh, uh it's just funny. Yeah. And scary. Because then I think, what else is he going to test you with? What I would say is just to anyone that is listening, we definitely want to foster a sense of community to the people that are listening. Not that they're just listeners, but that they actually have uh, not only a say, but they can jump into the conversation. So via uh, Alex being here and the commenter, Harley Preacher, that literally just commented right now kind of sparked the idea for us. Uh, that we're going to try and do a Instagram live video. So as we shoot one of the future podcasts coming up, uh, we'll try and figure out which one it's going to be. We will let everyone know so that they can tune in on a Saturday morning live as we're recording a podcast and ask questions so they can literally be a part of the conversation uh, in our kitchen Mm -hmm. and we can respond to them and they can, yeah, we can converse as a community and open it up to everyone. So we'll experiment with that. Um, and then our, our goal is to hone what we're talking about more so that it's not so much surface level talk, which can be fun sometimes, but more so exploring the, the deeper, more meaningful things that we, we feel has been placed on our heart. Mm -hmm. So those are, things that we're working on. So um, I would also say to everyone that is listening, there are ways that you can actually help us as we 
uh, fight this battle to encourage marriages. And we're really, we're just getting our feet under us as far as how can we actually do this. So yes, we're, we're talking to others and we're putting this podcast out and we're trying to put meaningful biblical content out that encourages people. Um, but there are other ways that we're doing that. And again, it is like a babysitting for others and helping them uh, find time to spend with each other and enabling them to do that. And so how you can help us is number one, you can like share our, our feed uh, and you can share it with a friend, add us on Instagram at the distinct podcast. You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. These are all very simple ways to help us. Uh, if you want a more direct way, then you can, again, ask us questions, topics, send it to us. We will discuss them because we need topics and questions to discuss, ones that are actually meaningful to the people that are listening. Uh, and then if you want an even more direct way of helping us, you can go onto our site, uh, distinctministries.org, and there is a donate button. Again, you can donate. We receive that uh, through Aplos and all that money doesn't go to us, not a dime. Every single cent goes to uh, literally not only keeping this podcast up and running, but enabling others to get out and spend time with each other. So it goes to sharing the gospel and strengthening marriages. Uh, and then another way is on our site at distinctministries.org. Uh, you can shoot us an email, just say, hey, I'd like to volunteer. So if you are maybe wanting to babysit, and money is not something that you can donate, but you can donate and give up your time. Just let us know. Shoot us an email and we'll line you up with a couple who's looking to just get out and spend time together. That's pretty much it. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next time. For additional information about Distinct Ministries, go to distinctministries.org. You can also follow the Distinct Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and email your questions and comments to Andrea at distinctministries.org. I mean, I'll call you Nickopedia because mm. you just know everything. And so once you know just a little bit of something, yeah. you really, oh. like, you just know it. You're and complimenting the, and... my ability to BS. <laughs> okay. I guess.